0: Everybody. it's Still Sober with John Raven. Welcome. If you are a sober person, I hope you're staying sober. If you're not a sober person, I hope you're staying sane. Man, I am in a mood, which makes it sound like I'm in, a, I'm in a mood. No, I'm in a mood. I'm in a different kind of mood, so I think I'm going to talk a little bit of shit. But before I do, I uh, hope you're doing good. It's hot still every day. And it's, uh, it's it's a little upsetting um, if you really think about it. So you, so you try not to. You try to uh, uh, figure out something else to do uh, to take your mind off of the fact that it's this hot every single day. Um, and uh, especially if you work in a place that's like a warehouse that doesn't have uh, AC like I do. So um, you keep the door shut and you keep the fans on and you just go about uh, your business. But um, more importantly, what's been uh, happening is I've been dealing with – I injured my shoulder back when – I believe I covered this on a few episodes ago about – um, getting peer pressure from a 13-year-old and my wife to use a rope swing. And I did not want to use the rope swing because I knew deep down inside that I was going to hurt myself. Granted, I did it, but I knew that I would be the cause of it, that I would fuck up. And I did. But the thing is, is that I think I, um, you know, sore, no big deal, but then – You know, when we were moving stuff last week, I think I re-injured it or injured it further. So I've been in kind of pain, um, different types of pain on and off every day. It keeps moving around too, to different muscles and stuff. Now, I don't have um, any problem with um, range of motion or anything. I haven't lost any kind of functionality. It's just sore. And it's just kind of achy and, uh, and I'm going to, I'm not, I'm like, am I concerned? I'm not really concerned. It's just, it adds to any, you know, an already when dealing with a whole bunch of changes and a whole bunch of chaos is happening at work with moving and different things, it just adds to when you've got a whole lot of stuff you got to do. It just adds to the stress of the situation because you're uncomfortable. It's not great. So, but it got me thinking about dealing with the pain. I've been thinking about because my drug addiction was all based on wanting to have a good time. It's out of boredom. It is not based on pain treatment. I didn't get hooked on uh, a pain medication due to an injury, which then manifested itself into an addiction that I had to, at some point, substitute a different drug for when my prescription ran out and couldn't get renewed and ulti- that ultimately led to heroin. It was just, this is, you know, I liked opioids and I, you know, eventually got into them. So, so it was a different type of addiction than, than some people, than a lot of people get into, that they start off because of an injury. And I don't know, when you're dealing with, Chronic pain. It just it's it's interesting to be in that perspective, even at a, a lower level like I've been dealing with. That's just kind of, kind of some some annoying achy bullshit that um, you know that I like to alleviate with a wrap, or I'm using ice. You know the icy hot and. Um, sometimes taking a bare aspirin every once in a while, and then you know, and it's 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 going fine. I, I sleep fine, I function. It's just annoying. But even that little bit, even with it's at that level, the amount of pressure that it puts on you during the day, like the the added stress. That it's just it's interesting to see it from a different perspective because it made me think about people that have that have to deal with, you know, that they have. I mean, this is just who they. You know, they're going to just have pain every day of their life, and they need certain medications. Um, or they've gotten they don't have access to the type of treatment that can alleviate the pain and solve the problem. So the only thing they can do is just take something for it. And um, and of course, the government uh, did not protect them from the drug makers that got them hooked on it, which seems to me, this is, this is kind of a, not necessarily the most popular uh, point of view, but I'm thinking that is, since you don't allow, since you, you know, since the government is not going to pay for somebody's rehab, you know, or allow health insurance to cover the cost of rehab and then also provide affordable health insurance, that if you cannot provide ample treatment for the problem, then what's the other solution? You should probably continue providing the drug, then. So that people don't go to street drugs. Because that's the, you know, since you're not going to do anything to the drug companies, which you should, but they're not. They're kind of sorted, but not really. It's like, oh, let me slap you on the wrist for. Millions of dollars after you've made billions. That seems uh, like that'll take care of it. If you're not going to do that, and I've said this before, of course, but I'm going to repeat myself again. If you're not going to provide us with that solution and your biggest fear and issue right now are the amount of deaths from fentanyl that's popping up in people's um, counterfeit pills – that they're having, that they're getting from the street, because you guys are cutting off the prescriptions. Then you need to quit cutting off prescriptions. I'm not saying write new ones. I'm not saying try to make money off of this. What I'm saying is, quit cutting people off, thinking that this is going to do something, because all it's doing is directing people to the street. So, once again, that's my. That's what I'm. I'm you know, I've been thinking about that still. It's like, hey, maybe if you're not going to uh, take care of that issue, then maybe you should take care of the other issue. So provide, you know, that's, that's what I'm thinking of every time I'm achy. I'm like going, hmm, I see why people take pain medication, because this is annoying. What if this wasn't annoying? What if it was actually serious and it's chronic? And you don't have the m- enough money to take care of it. Or you have just enough, you know, Or it's like, oh, yeah, you got a crack in your vertebrae or some kind of shit that uh, oh, it's just got to heal over time. Uh, what can I do to alleviate till I get there? Well, how about oxy? Um, so, or what they would say now is tramadol. That's a callback from, from last week. But uh, here's tramadol. Does it do something? Do you think it does something? It works better if you think it does something. But does it? Eh. Who can say? So that's been going on. Just dealing with a little bit of uh, discomfort. Um, But it's already better after a week. It's just still, it's, it's just weird. It's like I've got different muscles in my arm that sometimes get a little bit of spazzy and uh, get a little bit of soreness but it like switches it, like goes like different muscles trade off who's gonna be sore that day I don't get that at all I don't know what's going on there that's 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 weird to me I mean other than that I'm doing all right um, My wife's been paying attention to the House committee meetings about aliens, which I suppose is a a good alternative to all the murder she's normally listens to. Um, except that now I got to hear about the aliens, and lot of course a lot of jokes about how you know Americans don't care that aliens exist, except that that's not what they said. It's one guy, it's one whistleblower who said, and not even that he saw them, that he talked to a guy who collected alien bodies or non-human. They like to say non-human to keep whatever. Um, am call it bullshit. Um, like I do every time with aliens. I'm not saying I don't believe in them. It makes sense that there are other there's other life in the universe. The universe is a big place. I just don't think that they're here. I don't that they think that they've come by. Because it's like, well, you know, there are aliens, but, uh, you know, their technology is so advanced that uh, they can el- evade the fact that every single person has a phone with a camera in it. Everybody's got a camera on them in the world. Well, not in the world, but you know what I mean, in a lot of places. Everybody's got a camera on them. We've got radar, we've got uh, satellites, we've got all this kinds of stuff, but, um, you know, their technology, they're able to evade all of this and yet they still crash on the planet. We find their bodies, okay. In the movie Independence Day, starring Jeff Goldblum, Will Smith, Bill Pullman, et et cetera, the, the um, there is the big, the big twist – not the twist, but the big solution that allows humans to fight and defeat the aliens is that um, Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum drive a spaceship. They fly a spaceship from Earth to the big mothership. And when it docks, when the when the spaceship docks with the mothership, Jeff Goldblum using a Apple laptop from 1994 sends a virus to the mothership because pre Bluetooth. Um, but luckily, the aliens have a phone line, um, that they connected the port to, um, and that the aliens technology uses Mac OS, uh, operating system. So, uh, um, or actually maybe even pre-Mac OS, cause it was 1994. So... If you look overlook that and about eighteen other things in the movie, it's 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 still dated. But that's ridiculous, right? Well, let's do the reverse, but for reality. How does the the aliens don't live here? So how do they? How are they keeping their technology up to date with all the patches, with all our new technology? every time we have some new development, they still are up to date and able to evade all that technology. How is it compatible? How is their technology compatible to uh, avoid the naked eye most of the time, but not in some cases and um, in some eyewitness cases, but uh, also not any, ever on video, at least not on any video that's, uh, that's clear. Um, it's a lot of hearsay. And I just don't, uh, uh, yeah. And I think the thing is, is that you kind of, I mean, I, I know you, you you want aliens to be, be true, but don't you deep down inside kind of feel like it's bullshit, kind of bullshit, kind of distracting, like it's something, you know, I think that that's why people don't care. You know, they say they don't care because it's like, oh, I got a lot of shit going on. uh, existence of aliens. How that, is that going to help me? I got to get car repairs this weekend. I actually do. I got to get car repairs this weekend. And so it does kind of make you go, Hey, if the aliens exist, do they have better technology for longer lasting spark plugs? So I don't have to change mine out. Maybe brake pads that I don't have to change out. Get serviced. Maybe save me some money that way. I don't know. No. All right. Um, I think the other thing about it is, is that it's uh, like like uh, you know, the Air Force guys who saw these Tic Tacs flying in the, is the, they call them UFOs because they don't know what they are, because they're unidentified, and they're objects, and they're flying. Um, kind of think that uh, it's just, uh, they're just drones. It's like, yeah, but they're moving really fast. They're probably Chinese drones. You know why I say Chinese? Because that's the drones that we buy from. That's where we get our drones. That's where the government buys drones to track movement of borders. Like local, federal, and state governments are buying, they buy drones and they buy them from China. So if those are the drones that China is, and they're they're pretty advanced, and those are the ones that China's willing to sell us. Well, what about the ones that they're not willing to sell us or admit that they exist? Imagine, remember uh, the stealth bomber? Remember seeing it for the first time and going, wow. And that that was, what, 20 years ago? Like, And they had them for years before we even got to see them? So imagine... You know, so, yeah, it, that's what it seems like to me is the government's, you know, willing to kind of go, oh, I'm open for it. Well, we're not going to confirm or deny that stuff. It seems like they'd rather you think that they were aliens than the actual truth, which is that fucking China has some way super advanced drone shit and that we're also trying to replicate the same kind of technology. That's uh it that sounds – Sounds a little uh, conspiratorial, I know, but it also makes more sense to me than that there are fucking aliens that we've never seen, but that people have heard other people that they can't name or get, you know, on camera to admit. So fuck aliens is all I'm saying. It's, you know, I... Definitely agree. I think there's a better chance that extraterrestrials live in the ocean than they do in space. Like ones that would visit here. That actually makes more sense to me. Like the movie The Abyss. Have you seen The Abyss? James Cameron movie. Nobody talks about it because it's kind of fucking scary. Drowning is scary. It's a scary movie because of the drowning. But there's goddamn aliens that live underground. Live in the dark deep um, pit of the ocean. That's that makes more sense to me. Thank you for letting me get distracted by the aliens cuz I've just been like I'm tired. I don't want to deal with the fucking aliens anymore. Can we stop talking about them? I don't I don't buy it. So Hey, so this is – this last thing I want to mention, most of you don't give a shit about this, but I kind of – and this is – and I want you to understand that this comes from a place of where I'm not participating in it. So it's from an observation. So I'm not trying to get anywhere in the comedy world. So my – Ob- observations about stand-up comedy. Now that I'm not really in it, I am booked to do a show later this year, and I will. But that's just, you know, I'm doing it for a. Uh, I was asked. It's a. Uh, it's, you know, I love the the Belvedere Room where I started, so I don't mind going back there. My uh, my friend runs the place. Um, it's for a weekend. It'll be in a few months. Because the previous person who booked me double booked me with somebody else which is fine because they had done it at the start of uh the nfl football season and it, i'd rather you bury it you know once i'm all you know once i've got my fantasy football everything set and i've get, got the routine down i don't mind doing it then anyway but that's the, for selfish reasons but What I'm saying is, is that I'm not involved in the comedy scene anymore. I'm merely an observer of it. I'm not trying to, you know, I'm old. I do not care about trying to further my status, build my um, profile, uh, you know, create buzz on social media, any of that shit. So I just want to say this from that point of view there are too many goddamn stand-up comedians there's too many people doing comedy there's too many people starting to do comedy there's too too many people currently doing comedy there's too many people doing comedy and doing podcasts it's fine for there to be too many podcasts because you can just ignore them i get the same amount of views the same people every week I'm not trying to build the audience. You guys are just here with me, and that's cool. And I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you. It's 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 cool to see you guys every week when I look at stats. Um, but I'm not trying to build it up. I'm not trying to grow it. This is just this is you know m- as I as I've stated, this is my once a week focus on well, either talking shit, but also to you know think about sobriety and recovery at least once a week and this allows me to do that as well as talk shit like now so that being said listen a lot of people that are doing comedy and I mean and this is even people who are big there's a lot of people that are making a lot of money doing arenas that are big name comedians now and you might be thinking to yourself yeah he's okay but He's not that funny. Is it me? He certainly has a lot of fans, but is it me? It is not just you. It's weird. It's weird that certain people, and I can think of about four or five people, to be honest. There's about four or five people right now that are very big and are not very funny. A lot of them are good on podcasts they're really funny on podcasts but their stand up is mediocre and you've seen it so here's the deal you do not have to watch them do stand up if you enjoy their podcast just listen to their podcasts I have been cutting down on comedy podcasts because a lot of them do too many goddamn commercials and I'm tired of it I pay for premium subscriptions on Spotify I pay for premium on YouTube because I hate commercials So here's the deal. I get that you got to make extra money, but just know that you sound kind of whorish, especially since these guys are from my era where we used to listen to Bill Hicks talking about being off the autistic roll call for, you know, selling, you know, doing a commercial. But no, it's a new world. This is, uh, you know, this is how you do it as opposed to going through Hollywood. I get it. No, I get that it's, but these are people who, you know, charge $75 a fucking ticket for an arena show, you know, and you've got to sell all these products that you clearly don't necessarily use yourself. You'll just take anybody's money. It's fine. You know what? And if the commercials don't bother you, don't worry about it. But if they do bother you, because some of them are starting to get greedy. They're doing commercials every ten minutes, every five minutes. Oh, we am going to do a two and a half hour podcast, but I'm going to pitch you a commercial every ten minutes, like you're listening to fucking TV. No, I don't think so. Every once in a while, I get it. You want to, you want to do a commercial every thirty minutes? That's fine. Every ten minutes, you can kind of fuck off. I'm going to not listen to you. But you don't have. What I'm saying to you is. You're going to start also what they do is they put their friends on their podcasts and start introducing you to people. And you're going to find some of them funny. You're going to find some of them other, don't fall for the pressure of, Oh, I should like this guy too. Cause clearly everybody else likes them. Just like, if you think someone's funny, just follow people that you think are funny. All right. Don't fall for hype. Don't fall for buzz. Um, every if you're on TikTok or if you're on Reels on Instagram, every time a comedian pops up and you don't know who they are, just just skip by them. Don't it's 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 too much. It's there, there there's too much comedy. Just follow the ones that you like. I mean if you like discovering new new content, that's cool, but be wary of comedians that are really funny for only 30 seconds to a minute. Like you can't find long clips of them or if you find the long clip of them, it's not as good as the 30 seconds to a, to a minute because those are not great comics. There are people that are developing comedy for short attention spans. So like I, I've crafted a good 90-minute bit. 90 second bit you know just a little blurs but they don't know how to piece everything together because they only been doing comedy three or four years yeah that's not good you gotta let them grow you gotta let them age nobody wants to listen to comedy from somebody who's in their 20s they gotta be at least 30s you gotta have at least some life experience I don't need some fucking Gen Z or trying to do bits about and tell me you know talk to me like they know more than me it's irritating. That's why all the com- – I don't like comedy. I know I do stand. – I'm a stand-up comedian. I know I do comedy. Not as much as I used to. But I don't like it. I'm only going to watch – but that's that's because I do comedy. So I'm only going to watch the best people do comedy. I'm not going to watch my friends. I'm not going to listen to myself, to be honest. Uh, but there's just too many. And the the bubble's kind of bursting on podcasts and on comedy. And, and thank God, I hope it does, because there's just too much. It's too many people trying it. It's too many celebrities, too many models, too many OnlyFans, chicks who are now also doing stand-up. It's like, also, I'm a comedian. Uh, okay. So just follow the ones that you like. And don't let them, you know. And if you think someone's not funny, just watch them do, just watch, just listen to them on podcasts and go about your day. Just watch the stand up of funny stand up. Don't let them feed you mediocre comedy because it's like, well, this is all I got. No, just try, you know, go with what you like. Don't fall for it. Don't keep buying into uh, this uh, people seem to like this person I guess they're funny don't don't I guess anybody's funny you just like what you like you know, and I, I'm hoping this didn't come off like I'm some bitter prick I'm just like uh, it's just it's annoying it's just annoying to see people getting kind of greedy and they're kind of pushing themselves and pushing their friends and oh, also like this guy you know like that guy kind of sucks I'm not gonna like that guy Nah, no, he's funny on the podcast. That's true. I, they, they, that, that was funny. But uh, I've seen you do stand-up. Uh, I'm going to give you a year. I'll check back with you in a year. Maybe you've gotten better. You know, just just listen to funny stand-ups. My rule, my rule is, are they from the East Coast? I'll check out their stand-up. Are they from LA? I'll check out their podcast. That's how I, that's, that's really, that's how it should be. All right. StillSilverPod at gmail.com. Appreciate it, you guys. We will see you next week. Later. Five for the piercing skin Come back down to earth again Coldest the deep inside Disconnect the telephone line Gotta get away, gotta get away we gotta get away.